And now, this week's edition of Big Face with your host, Samantha Jane Tilton. Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning into part one of a little bit of a behind the scenes of an acting class that I teach with my students. So thank you for tuning in. Come back next week for part two of our class and getting to see some more stuff with us. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. Welcome to Big Face. I am your host, Samantha Jane Tilton, Sammy Jane. And these are my guests today, uh, my students and wonderful people that I know. This is Vincent Ford. This is Wendell Laurent and Bryce Craver and Allison Stanley. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Yay. So I'm very lucky and so are you guys that they're joining us today. I think I've shared on other episodes that, uh, as well as being a casting director and actor, that I also coach and teach class as well. And these are some of my favorite people ever that are in my class. And I really wanted to have them on. So true guys, you know it, I get like choked up. So I really want to have them on and um, let you guys see what it's like a little bit to be an actor, to be working on stuff, to be in the process to be directed uh, and to see how that changes for an actor and just to see how an acting community can be really awesome and supportive and there's a lot of talent. So I thought we'd jump in. So this is class. So hi guys. Hi. 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 So we figure out um, kind of sometimes I'll call on somebody, but otherwise do you guys have anybody that wants to go first? Doesn't matter. So, all right, and so by the way, so we pick out material, uh, either I assign material before class um, or a genre or a challenge. And a lot of times these guys are open to getting material that is challenging for them. So I usually push them to do that. So today they've all picked different material and different things that we've worked on. So we're gonna play a little bit more with that. So, you know what, Allison. All right. I just felt like throwing it your way. That's fine. <laughs> I love it. Oh, and by the way, uh, Richard Leonard Smith is another student that is going to be joining us shortly. So when he pops in, don't be like, who's the weirdo? Because he, be <laughs> he belongs. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, um, Allison, you're going to go first. Have it ready, Vincent? Yeah, I, uh, refresh my memory who I'm reading, Tara? Okay. I'm Buffy. Come on. Buffy. All right. You're Buffy. Okay. <laughs> all right. So um, I'm going to try and do what I do and mute us all. And then you two guys can unmute yourselves. Cool. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's do this. And go for it, guys. Thanks for coming by. Is it bad? I was sort of hoping you could tell me. I knew this was going to happen. What did Willow do now? Did she hurt anyone? What? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Tara, th this isn't about Willow. I thought that's why you didn't want to meet at the house. <sighs> Sorry, no. Um, Willow's fine. She's been doing really well. You'd be proud of her. Good. That's good. So what do you want to talk about? It's Spike. He can hurt me without his head exploding. 
oh my God, his chip stopped working. No, it, it, it still works. Just not on me. I need to know about the spell. The one that brought me back. You think it's you? I don't know. I, I feel different. There are things, I think maybe I came back wrong. No, Buffy, that's not, no, you didn't. Can you check out the spell, please? I double checked everything. There's nothing wrong with you. Then why can Spike hurt me? Well, I said that there was nothing wrong with you, but you are different, shifting you out of from where you were, funneling your essence back into your body, it altered you on, on a basic molecular level, probably just enough to confuse the sensors in Spike's chip. But it's all just surfacey physical stuff. It wouldn't have any more effect than a bad sunburn. I didn't come back wrong. No, you're the same Buffy with a deep tropical cellular tan. You must have missed something. Will you check again? Buffy, I promise, there's nothing wrong with you. There has to be. This, this, this just can't be me. This isn't me. Why, why do I feel like this? Why do I let Spike do those things to me. You mean hit you? Oh. Oh, uh, really? He's everything I hate. He's everything that I'm supposed to be against. The only time I ever feel anything is You can't tell anyone, please. Uh, I won't. Just oh, God, the way that they would they would look at me. I, 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 I just, I couldn't. I won't tell anyone. I wouldn't do that. Why can't I stop? Why, why do I keep letting him in? Do you love him? It's okay if you do. He's done a lot of good. And he does love you. And Buffy, it's okay if you don't. You're going through a really hard time and you're- What? Using him? What's okay about that? It's not that simple. It is. It's wrong. I'm wrong. Tell me that I'm wrong. Please. Please, please, please don't forgive me. Please don't. Please. That's it. Scene. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, let me unmute everybody. Um, 
I always forget to do that, guys. I just kind of keep myself and everybody else muted. It's good times. Uh, so hold on. And um, how'd that feel, Allison? Felt okay. I think I got into it as we went along. I wasn't too fond with the beginning, but the more I went along, I was like, okay, I felt more into it. Uh, and may I ask, why were you not too fond? Actually, before you answer that, I just want to say, so I'm going to guess, uh, Allison, did it feel a little bit different knowing that now, A, we're doing it to be recorded and people are going to see it? Did that affect anything for you? Not really, no. That's wonderful. <laughs> Good for you, because the whole time you're doing it, I was thinking, it's really, I just want to say this to all of you guys, it's really courageous. It's very, very hard for actors to audition to put themselves out there, but then to know that this is a class, which means work is in progress. It's not this finished product that you're putting out for a film or on stage. And so to let people into that process, it can be scary. So I just, I always think it's very courageous. And so I was curious if that affected it at all. That's really good that it didn't. That's wonderful. But so then what felt a little bit off for you? I don't know. I wasn't, I didn't feel, I felt like I was acting at the beginning, <laughs> which I don't like feeling. Who is Tara? Well, yeah, that's the worst freaking feeling when you, no, but you I'm feel acting, like you're acting. Which is, yeah. You're like, I uh, suck. Tara? I'm watching myself suck right now. I, know. <laughs> like, I hate that I feeling. <laughs> Not that you sucked, but I get that feeling. <laughs> so who's Tara? Uh, for Buffy or for me? Uh, for, for Buffy. Like I'm okay for uh, Buffy. Tara is one of Buffy's friends. She's a witch, and uh, not only would Buff would Tara be able to give her more insight into maybe something magically is going wrong, mm -hmm. but she also just trusts Tara as a friend. But she's a witch, so she has powers in that. So right. there was a spell that was done to Buffy. Right, Buffy died, and right. they brought her back. Got it. She was in heaven. They thought she was in hell and they brought her back. And now she's stuck on the world again. She's stuck on the world, you said? Yes, yeah, now she's back having to live and do all these things when she was in heaven and she was happy. Mm. Oof, that sucks. I know, um, there's a lot. We've <laughs> all been there. You're right. <laughs> I was just so watching. It's easy to relate to. <laughs> it's it's like to have a taste of something so good like they were I was watching the news today and just talking about people being released from prison even if it's for a mm -hmm. short time and then they'll go back after and I like shook my head like oh that's that would be the, to me to have that taste of freedom to be done with it and then have to go back it's just yeah. oh like my heart pounds thinking of that so this is kind of a piece of that uh, on a different level so I just wrote, I wrote a bunch of things, but I wrote, what's so wrong? What feels so wrong? You just keep, something is not right. You keep asking her to check the spell, check this. What, what feels so wrong? There's that question and I have another one, but go ahead. Okay. She feels like part of her, she doesn't feel whole. Uh, something is missing. She doesn't feel right. Something is missing and She's hoping that maybe it was a magical thing, that maybe something went wrong with the spell. Because, but if it's not that, then that just means that something is actually missing. There's something wrong with her. That's what she believes, whether or not that's true. It's not true, but that's what she believes. Something is missing. 
Hmm. And Spike, I remember watching like a couple episodes of this when I was younger, but I don't, I wasn't diehard and I don't remember everything, but I remember Spike. That's Angel was like her man, right? Angel was, yeah. was like, that was like her real deal man. So Spike, he was a bad guy originally. Okay. So what's going on? What is, what's her deal with him? They're sleeping together and she thinks that it's wrong, morally wrong. She's like, I shouldn't be doing this, but I can't not. Why is she curious if she's using him? And why is that, like, why is that the worst thing if she was using him? What does that mean to her? Mm, that's a good question. Because I'm like, a lot of people use other people and it doesn't phase them. People use people every day to get whatever they want. Why does she care if she's using him? Yeah. What I was what? thinking, is yeah, I know. X? Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, what I was thinking, when she's using him to kind of like, to get off and to go away, get away from all of these feelings. Mm -hmm. I don't think that she loves him. She doesn't have any emotional attachment to him other than basically using him like a drug. Uh, and then the other, that's one part of it. And then the other half of it is, I mean, she's Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She's supposed to be this hero. She shouldn't be doing what she thinks are bad things. She shouldn't be using anybody. She shouldn't be in a relationship with a vampire. She's just like, she's just on this downward spiral. Of, well, if I did one thing wrong, I'm just gonna keep going while also using him as a drug to not feel these things. So can I ask you, and you actually don't have to answer this, but uh, when I was listening to this and when I read it uh, a couple days ago, I was thinking to myself, God, this sounds like I can relate to this in being in a relationship in the past that was not good for me, that I was smarter than that, deserved better than that, all this stuff. And I'm gonna pause there because I believe Richard Leonard Smith is here, everybody! He's joining, hold on. So I think he's gonna be coming in. Let's see. Everybody wave to Richard. Hi, how are you? Hi, Hi welcome. Um, hi guys. Hi. Uh, listen, I, I have to apologize. I got home and I saw this email and it it said that you were postponing and I thought, oh God, she's not doing it again. She's still feeling bad. So I sent a long email saying, please feel better. And then I realized that the email that I was reading was from the 22nd. Uh, <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. I just got in. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for, so Richard, everybody arranged their schedules tonight so that way we could all be together. So thank you and, and we're glad. You only missed a few minutes and I've introduced okay. you. So uh, this is Richard Leonard Smith, everybody. Another Hi guys. awesome, talented dude that is with us. <laughs> Say, so we're working on Allison's piece right now. Oh, so, okay. so Allison, yeah. So I was thinking I can completely relate to that and and to relate to other people seeing me as a whatever a good person and I can help my friends and give advice and yet what's yet I can't I can give advice and yet here I am doing the exact opposite of whatever I can tell other people and there's so much shame in that at least I felt that and um the not being able 
to stop. Did you ever have a friend or did you ever experience like breaking up with somebody and saying, this is the last time and then being back together and saying, this is the last <laughs> time and then breaking up and saying, this is absolutely the last time I'm done. And it's embarrassing and it's shameful. Um, at least I can identify with that. And I know a, a lot of people can because relationships can be like a drug. Yeah, so you can't turn off feelings. No, um, no. And people do a lot of different things for comfort. And that's a whole part of it too. There's, there's so many layers. So is there any aspect of that that you can relate to? Absolutely. So what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to do it again. Is there a person you're thinking of, a situation um, that brings you to feel, to identify with this? Yes. Okay, whatever that is for you, I want you to tap. I want you to just, just focus on that and the powerlessness of what that felt like for you. And being in the depths of whatever that is, and I want you to just be asking for help. Your action, I want this entire thing to be saying, help me, help me stop, help me, that's all. I want you to plead for help, okay? Okay. Okay. So I'm going to mute you guys and um, you guys can unmute yourselves. Ready? And hold on. And whenever you're ready, go for it, guys. Can you unmute yourself? Okay. Thanks for coming by. Is it bad? I was sort of hoping you could tell me. I knew this was going to happen. What did Willow do now? Did she hurt anyone? No, no. Uh, Tara, th this isn't about Willow. I thought that's why you didn't want to meet at the house. No, uh, sorry. Uh, Willow's fine. She's been doing really well. You'd be proud of her. Good. That's good. So what do you want to talk about? It's Spike. He can hurt me without his head exploding. Oh my God. His chip stopped working? No, it, it still works. Not on me. I need to know about the spell. The one that brought me back. You think it's you? I don't know. I, uh, I feel different. Uh, there are things I think I came back wrong. No, Buffy, that, that, that's not, no, you didn't. Can, can you check out the spell, please? I double checked everything. There's nothing wrong with you. And why can Spike hurt me? Well, I said that there was nothing wrong with you, but you are different. Shifting you out of, from where you were, funneling your essence back into your body, 
it altered you on a basic molecular level, probably just enough to confuse the sensors in Spike's chip. But it's all just surfacey stuff. It wouldn't have any more effect than a bad sunburn. I didn't come back wrong. No, you're the same, Buffy, with a deep tropical cellular tan. Uh, you must have missed something. Will you check again? Buffy, I promise, there's nothing wrong with you. There has to be. This, this can't be me. This isn't me. Why, why do I feel like this? Why do I keep letting Spike do those things to me? You, you mean hit you? Oh, oh, uh, really? He's everything I hate. He's everything that I'm supposed to be against. The only time I ever feel anything is, don't, don't, don't tell anyone, please. I won't. Just oh, the, 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 the way that they would look at me, I, 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 I can't. I won't tell anyone, I wouldn't do that. Why do I keep letting him in? You love him? It's okay if you do. He's done a lot of good and he does love you. And Buffy, it's okay if you don't. You're going through a really hard time and, and you're- What? Using him? What's okay about that? It's not that simple. It is. It's wrong. I'm wrong. Tell me that I'm wrong. Please. Please. Don't forgive me. Please. Don't. Please. Awesome. <clears throat> Great job. Hold on, let me unmute everybody. All right. How was that? I'm not sure. What did it feel like for you? kind of in and out like moments that I was really like in it and mm -hmm. moments where I wasn't I think I think that's because uh the action part went away 
there was uh, it at at moments it lacked the urgency and you weren't it wasn't activated so you were trying to get in touch with the feelings but you weren't doing the action of pleading for help or or whatever the active thing would be for you but that because then it keeps it you could stay and be, be in touch with that feeling but it keeps it moving i think it was good you did take your time which i i really appreciate because i feel like as actors I speak for myself a lot of times the pressure of like having to deliver and have it be right and on a certain you know a certain time table uh can make me push even when i'm not there and just say lines so I appreciated that you took your time and you tried to let it simmer and be truthful before you just said lines. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Yeah. I would say if we were to do this again, I would say, I think we can flesh out the, uh, <laughs> what was that phase? <laughs> that was a, oh yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think we need to, but that's because that's the crux of this, right? The, the despair and, and the shame and the self-hatred of being at such a low uh, within herself and in her life. She just, she went from heaven to having to suffer in life. She went from knowing, I, was Angel before this guy? Yeah. She went from knowing true love to the shameful relationship that is that she feels like she's using someone. So it's, it is, it's not her everything feels like the polar opposite of good. So I think we need to explore the depth of the kind of pain that she's in situationally and within herself. Just that, I, I was just like, wow, self-hatred. I just like underlined it a bunch of times. Like she's so hating who she is. Um, so yeah, I think it's like we do with everything. It's, that was a great start. I think you can, I tell you this all the time, we do all different material and you're always game for it. This is another one that I'm happy that you picked up. If we want to work further on it, I love that. I know you can get there. Good job. Thank you. And uh, there was gonna, uh, I'm saying goodbye, just waving. Uh, <laughs> studio apartment, so everybody knows this. You hear this on every episode. <laughs> I share a space, you know, there's gonna be noises, doors closing, so welcome to my life uh, and quarantine. So awesome job. And um, who wants to go next? All right. And there was something else I was going to say to you guys. Um, and I forgot, but if it comes back to mind, I'll share it. So who's reading for you, Wendell? Allison. Sweet. All right. So I'm going to mute your asses and you all mute yourselves. Ready? Okay. Hold on. Go for it. Oh, and I should probably, maybe we should. So that was obviously from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the show. Maybe we'll say what these are from. So uh, Wendell, go ahead. You could tell us. Uh, actually, you know what? And that was Allison Stanley. I did not have her slate, which maybe I should have. Uh, but that is the lovely Allison Stanley. I shall introduce her. Everybody else, you guys can slate before you do your thing. And you could tell us what it's from if you want. Go for it. I'll hush. <laughs> Wendell, you're muted still. I was just about to say, I was like, you're still muted, but then I was muted. <laughs> oh, I guess you muted me after I unmuted. Okay. Oh, I'm good at that. 
I'm Wendell Laurent, and we're doing a scene from Glow. You need to hire someone else. Someone without rage issues. One's too hot, one's too cold. Goldilocks, why are you fighting the inevitable? Because she fucked my husband. Oh, so what? That's life. Get over it already. You still have to get up and be professional. You can't just go out and do coke, waste all of your money, date people named after liqueurs. I mean, what would happen then? You end up here? You end up here. Well, I'm trying to make the best of a bad situation. I mean, how much worse can it get? Worse? You're young? You're working? I mean, shut the fuck up. I could be at home with my baby. Oh my God, not this again, please. Babies are boring. I mean, they don't party. They don't travel. They have no sense of irony. Come on, you love this shit. You love being a temperamental star. I know you do. If you'd be sitting at home with that kid, your life would become just anger and resentment. No work, no husband. You would burn up in a smoldering ash heap of rage and disappointment. You think that's good for you and your boring baby? It isn't. Now look, I know Ruth is the right match for you because one, you know, one, she's actually talented and two, she'll make you look great. So hate her all you want. Scene. Awesome. Great. Let me unmute everybody. How'd that feel? Oh. Uh, it felt all right. I mean, it, for first go through, it felt, uh, Oh, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I was, uh, I thought it was on speaker view, but Allison never showed up on, I was looking at myself, but I was looking at her up in oh, the no. corner. Oh, I don't weird. Know. I don't know. But anyway, um, let's see. When I'm I don't know why. Let me put my other ear in. Uh, now I felt connected to a lot of the work that I did, uh, mm -hmm. the background stuff. Um, I felt good for a first for first run through. Um, yeah, I agree, for sure. I think uh, there's a lot of room for you to play with that character. Um, I think that there's a lot of room there. I think you, you could really have some fun. Uh, but I have a question. So you talk about, a big thing about this is, uh, is about the baby. And babies are boring, babies are this, babies are yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You have to... I have a feeling, I mean, for those of you that don't know Wendell, he's lovely. I don't feel like you would hate babies, but I could be wrong. Right, I don't. I personally do not. <laughs> I, I didn't think so. <laughs> so, I mean, it's fair if you do, but I didn't think so. <laughs> I wouldn't so, admit to it. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> he's a psycho. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, so here's here's what I'm thinking. So... I, the first thing that came to mind is, do you have somebody or know somebody that is such a fetch 
and for those of you that don't know, Kvetch is, uh, is like a, a nag, whiny person in Yiddish. So like, do you have somebody that just complains, complains? I do. <laughs> <laughs> over, and is it over things that it's just, that are not, that you're just like, just stop. Is that, yes. that kind of, great. Were you at all thinking of this person? I was. The, the, great. The pro not the problem, but the issue is this person is, is an older person. So, uh, and the, the character Debbie is sort of a daughter figure for, for my character. So, okay. so I'm, it was a com I'm thinking of a combination of this younger person that I know who doesn't really complain, but she doesn't get, she doesn't get things. So, you know, it's a little difficult because it's not just one person. Well, you know, what's an interesting thing. Um, in the show, uh, Mark Maron's character, he is kind of, he is kind of, what's the word? He's kind of a mentor for all of these women. And they're of all different ages. And so, and uh, I was about to almost do a spoiler. And <laughs> some of them are not daughter-like to him at all even <laughs> age range wise. So does that make sense what I'm saying? I'm trying not to spoil things for you guys. So I'm kind of trying to keep this vague. It makes sense to me, yes. So that's all that matters as long as <laughs> you got me. So what the thing is, is that for the sake of just uh, playing with this, throw out the father figure thing. Okay. Because an older woman, let's just say on this wrestling uh, show, that there's an elder, look, they, they have women that are playing elderly people as part of the shtick, right? Right. So let's just take this person that's older and put them, doesn't matter. You gotta tell them how the fuck to make it work to be part of this team, part, you know? Doesn't matter how old they are. You have to be their mentor. Right. Gotcha. And also, babies. Let's flesh this out. Let's flesh babies out. Yeah, let's 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 not flush them, but like let's. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what would be something where you're just like, "Holy shit, this is fucking boring." Like on a Friday night, if you had to deal with, like, to him, babies are like the opposite of coke and fun and whatever. <laughs> right. What's the opposite of fun for you? Oh gosh. And you don't have to tell me. You just. Think of like what's just like so not fun for you. I've got something. <laughs> it clicked right there. All right, let's jump right in with that. Okay. That being said, hold on, I'll mute everybody and then you can mute, unmute yourselves. And ready, go ahead, unmute guys. Perfect. And so whenever you guys are ready. You need to hire someone else. Someone without all the rage issues. One's too hot, one's too cold. Goldilocks, why are you fighting the inevitable? Because she fucked my husband. Oh, who cares? That's life. Get over it already. Look, you still have to wake up and be professional. You can't just go out and do coke, waste all of your money, Screw people named after liqueurs. I mean, what happens then? You end up here? You end up here. Well, I'm trying to make the best of a bad situation. I mean, 
how much worse can it get? Worse? <laughs> You're young. You're working. I mean, shut the fuck up. I could be at home with my baby. Oh my God, not this again. <sighs> Babies are boring. God, I mean, they don't party. They don't travel. They have no sense of irony. Come on, you love this shit. You love being a temperamental star. I know you do. If you were home with that kid, your life would just become rage and resentment. All right, no work, no husband. You would burn up in a smoldering ash heap of anger and disappointments. Now, do you think that would be good for you or your boring baby? It wouldn't. Okay, now, I know that Ruth is the right match for you. And you know why? Because one, she's actually talented. And two, she's gonna make you look great. So hate her all you want. How did that feel? Let me unmute everybody. Here we go. Go for it. Uh, it most of it felt good. I felt I really pushed the, the babies are boring thing, but I felt like really I pushed it. Like I pushed it, like the 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 line. I was. It's funny. I wrote. I wrote something about that. But go ahead. Yeah, but no, but okay. when I work on the scene, you know, I'm gonna have that other thing in my mind that I think is so boring. Um, but no, I, I felt I was able to play with it better because, and I was just concentrating on mentoring the whole time, and that really helped. It and it. That's one of the things I wrote. Uh, that really came through because you had so much more. I like what came to mind is that you were a coach. Like for me, like you had that, you had that. I know what I'm talking about. Like you just kind of, you leaned into what you know and you owned it so much more this time, which was really cool. And the baby thing, just do me a favor. Say, <laughs> say the line about the baby. Okay. Um, but I want you to just um, say it as if, you're telling her, tell her the secret that she already knows about babies. But I want you to, <laughs> but be thinking of the thing that you think is boring, but I can't, I want you to just, let's, let me just tell you the secret you already know. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Just that one part about the babies. Oh yeah. Allison, could you back up for the line, the line about... Yes. Right after I say, shut the fuck, so shut the fuck up. <laughs> I could be at home with my baby. Oh my God, not this again. Babies are boring. I mean, they don't party, they don't travel. Bring it back but again. I want you to bring her this close. Okay. I want you to, and don't even use your hands. Okay. She's, you bring her in this close and then I want you to really tell her. Tell her how boring babies are. <laughs> softly, softly, softly yes. let her know what yes. she already knows. Okay? Go ahead. Uh -huh. So shut the fuck up. I could be at home with my baby. Oh my God, not this again. Babies are boring. I mean, they don't party, they don't travel. <clears throat> 
They have no sense of irony. I mean, if you were home with that kid, your life would become just anger and resentment. No work, no husband, you would burn up in an ash heap of anger and disappointment. Now, do you think that would be good for you or your boring baby? It isn't. Now, Ruth is the right match for you because number one, she is actually talented. And number two, she's gonna make you look great. So hate her all you want. Good job. <laughs> we can go for, and we can go further. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I love it. Yeah, we're grabbing pieces of it. And I, th and I, for this particularly for you, I think playing with the character will, with, and with the mentoring and being that character, mm -hmm. character, I don't know what, <laughs> character. The character. I'm very serious about that. Um, exploring that and really embodying being a mentor and a coach. I think yeah. with all the, the Mishigas that goes along with this character, I think, I think we can have a lot of fun with this. I do too. And, and like, I think I t told you before, like the first couple of times you do it, a scene from a, like a TV show or film that you've done, you've got that other actor's work in your head. And yeah. so now that we've done this, I, I think I'll be able to, to get rid of a lot of his stuff and concentrate on, on what we're doing. So one of the first things I was going to ask you, and I forgot, was I was going to say, you just watched this with Mark Maron, right? Are you picturing him do it? I, I, did, not just, I did not just watch it. I watched oh. it like a couple of years. Well, actually, when it first came out. Okay. I, I love, I, only, I think I only watched the first season. I loved, oh. loved, loved the first season. Season two is amazing. I know. Season two is wonderful. Well, I have something to, to watch. Now. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> One of my favorite parts, I just have to say this for people who haven't seen it. She's uh, Debbie, the character's going to audition to be on a female wrestling TV show. For her audition, she does a Strindberg monologue. That's the first episode. And I was like, <laughs> I love this show. <laughs> it was amazing. So good. You know, uh, I... Um... Do you guys, Tony Nation that owns uh, Actors Connection, he was the first person to tell me, he's like, you know who you look like? It was like when I first met him, he was like, do you watch Glow? <laughs> and he's like, you could play the character, you know, the, the very Jewish one with the limo? <laughs> you know that one, <laughs> that character? And I'm like, oh, I love her. And then ever since he said that, I'll walk down the street in the city and he's like, I forgot the, act the actress's name. But I was walking down the street one day and this guy was like, are you in GLOW? And I was like, no, but that's awesome, thanks. <laughs> you should say yes. <laughs> I know, like, yeah, I'm on it. Yeah, so yeah, so you have season two. So that was awesome. We could definitely play around with that. And I think that's a good character for you to play with. Awesome, thank you yeah. so much. Good job, awesome. And so uh, just in case you guys did notice, like um, when I'm talking to students or anybody I'm coaching, I'll say, does this remind you or can you think of anybody? But I'll usually say like, you don't have to tell me or don't tell me or you don't even have to say it out loud. So for anybody watching that has never taken an acting class or has never been coached, I just, I realized I wanted to mention this. You never have to, and I learned this from one of my teachers that it stuck with me and I think it's so important. You never ever have to share anything that you don't want to with anybody in order to progress in your acting. 
you never ever have to reveal or put your heart out there in a way that's hurtful for you. So um, I just wanted to say that you can get there and talk about things and discuss without ever having to say something that you don't want to. You can stay private. One of the biggest things about acting, right, is being private in public. So you can stay private and still be able to act. So um, just a side note. Okay. <laughs> I just think that's important. I think there's a real safety thing um, about a lot of times in acting, people make students uh, do things that are humiliating or make them so vulnerable um, in order to really be able to be vulnerable and private in public. But there's ways to be, I remember there was somebody in class once that uh, her way of being private in public was that she went on stage and she prayed and she really prayed and it was such a private moment, but it was in public. So she didn't have to masturbate in front of the class, which I've heard, if you haven't heard of things like that, they actually exist. So don't ever, you never have to do that unless you want to, that's on you, <laughs> but you don't have to. <laughs> it's not a bad thing. It's a, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No judgment. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, you don't have to, I'm not pushing it. <clears throat> so anyway, so uh, who wants to go? Uh, who's next? I just want to say something. I was trying to uh, send you a note. Oh, I just, I just started looking. Um, I have to change my scene for certain reasons. So Absolutely. Gonna, so I emailed the the new one, but I can go last, to, so Allison can prepare. Okay, uh, that's. I can I can go next if you don't okay, mind. Okay, perfect. That's okay. fantastic. Oh, I love the little raised okay. hand. Okay, that's fantastic. Where's, well, that was that was to let you know that I lost audio for a while, so I, oh. I completely <laughs> lost that entire. What whatever Wendell did, you were your face was great. <laughs> I've been told that I give good face. Yeah, yeah, no. They, they, there's the, way, the proof in the pudding, yes. By the way, there was a lot of Jason Bateman in you today. Like you've said, people, and I was like, yeah, I was, I totally was seeing it. I was like, whoa, that's very Bateman-esque right there. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, it was cool. Um, let me just see. Um, uh, Bryce, I think, said he would read for me. Great. Knit it out and, and everything. Oh, okay. Um, so let me just... <clears throat> Um, there was something I was going to say, and it's not important. I'll just hush. And um, all right, so ready. Oh, wait. Am I supposed to be recording this as well? No. No, I'll okay. I'll explain later. I've uh, I've mixed that whole thing. Oh, okay. Okay, great. You're okay. golden. All right. Okay. I'm gonna, I'll mute everybody, and then um, you guys can unmute yourselves. Ready? Okay. Oh, and um, you can slate. Uh, you could just right. say your name, and you could say, if you want, what you're doing. Okay. Okay, and hold on, you're all muted. And unmute yourselves, please, and thank you. All right. Great. There you go. <clears throat> okay, uh, let me, uh, I'll slate first, if you don't mind. Um, hi, my name is Richard Leonard Smith, and this is a scene from the movie Seven. What's so exciting? It's not too far now. I, I doubt I enjoyed it any more than Detective Mills would enjoy some time alone with me in a room without windows. Isn't that true? How happy would it make you to hurt me with impunity? Now, I wouldn't do something like that, Johnny. 
Oh, you wouldn't because you know there are consequences. It's in those eyes of yours, though. Nothing wrong with a man taking pleasure in his work. I won't deny my own personal pleasure to turn each sin against the sinner. I only took their sins to their logical conclusion. You only killed a bunch of innocent people so you could get your rocks off. That's all. Innocent? Is that supposed to be funny? Look at the people I killed. An obese man, a disgusting man who could barely stand up. Who, if you saw him on the street, you'd point so your friends could mock him along with you. Who, if you saw him while you were eating, you wouldn't be able to finish your meal. After him, I picked the lawyer. And you both must have been secretly thanking me for that one. This was a man who dedicated his life to making money by lying with every breath he could muster to keep rapists and murderers off the street. Murderers? A woman. Murderers like you? A woman so ugly on the inside she wouldn't bear to live unless she could be beautiful on the outside. A drug dealer. A drug dealer, pederast actually. Oh, and don't forget the disease-spreading whore. Only in a world this shitty could you ever try to say these were innocent people and keep a straight face? That's, that's the point. You see a deadly sin on almost every street corner and in every home, literally, and we tolerate it because it's common. It seems trivial. We tolerate all day long, morning, noon, and night. Not anymore. I'm setting the example. And it's going to be puzzled over and studied and followed from now on. Illusions of grandeur. You should be thanking me. And why is that? You're going to be remembered. And it's all because of me. And the only reason I'm here right now is because I wanted to be. We would have gotten you eventually. Really? Just biding your time then? Toying with me? Is that it? Letting five people die until you finally felt like going out and hauling me in? Tell me, what was it that gave me away? What was the piece of evidence you were going to use against me right before I walked up to you and put my hands in the air? I seem to remember knocking on your door. <laughs> and I remember breaking your nose. You're only alive because I didn't kill you. Sit back. I spared you and you're going to have to remember that every time you look in the mirror at the nose on your face for the rest of your life. Or should I say for the rest of what life I've allowed you to have? I said sit back, freak. Sit back and shut your fucking mouth. 
Awesome. I'm, ass <laughs> I'm assuming that was the end, right? Yeah, that was the end. I could have gone on, but you know, it was redundant. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um, how does the beginning of that start? I have it, but uh, um, what are the first um, few lines? Uh, where, uh, uh, um, well, Bryce starts with, why so excited? And I say, it's not too long now. And then I say, I doubt I enjoyed it more than oh, Detective Mills would enjoy some time with me alone in a room without windows. Isn't it true? <laughs> How happy it would make you to hurt me with impunity. You, uh, how fun was this for you? Oh, this was fun. <laughs> I mean, you always have fun with everything yeah. you do, but this, you had, a, you had a lot of fun with this. I did, I did. And I was trying to find the different, this man is unhinged. And I was trying to find trigger words that would get me into a different frame of, almost a different personality. Um, because he, he knows exactly what he's, he's incredibly br brilliant. He knows exactly what he did and he planned out every, um, every step along the way, including this last step, which they're going to, um, and it, uh, uh, trying to get into that mindset of, um, visualizing what, what I was doing and why I was doing it. It's almost a, a religious experience. <laughs> no, I get it. Um, doing character work like that, like I think I've shared this with you. There was one time and I'll never forget it. Uh, there's this book called uh, Working by Studs Terkel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, my acting teacher made us all get that. And it, I'm like trying to, okay. so anyway, these are real characters that were interviewed. And I did, uh, I believe her name was Roberta Victor and she was a, a prostitute that had had such a hard time and she was older now and, and doing the character work for her, same thing. It was like a spiritual experience. I went to, it was like a different person came out of me and this, I went to this darkness and like, it felt like I felt her experience. It's an amazing thing. And, and, I, I believe this uh, this character is a psychopath. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'll just, I'll gently, I'll gently ask. As if he's going to be very offended. He's, yeah. I don't um, like that word. <laughs> killing people because of the seven deadly sins. Yeah, I think that's a little psychopathic. <laughs> just a little. Um, yeah. So. So what, so what, biggest thing I was thinking was where are you? And I know where you are, but let's tell me where you yeah. are. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in the back of a, I'm in the back of a, a patrol car. And we're driving to the last spot where I told them to go. And uh, we got to stop rocking. That's what. <laughs> Just getting into Is that the, a very him? That's the very that, him thing. That's very him. Yeah, yeah. Because he's all, he's getting very excited because this is, this is the, the, the culmination of uh, everything that he's worked for and everything he's, everything that he's got himself into. It's, and, and, and he's, uh, this is, 
sorry, I'm trying to fix that. Um, is this the last location of the last body? Is that what this, this is? This is the last look. No, this is the last location of where he wants them to be. It's where they have the and box. He wants, he wants to, uh, he wants, he wants to be the last, uh, uh, the last deadly sin, which is envy. Because he envies the life of Detective Mills. And the reason he envies the life of Detective Mills is because he has the perfect, the perfect life. He's got the perfect wife. He's got the perfect home. And, and I wanted that. And, and, and in order to get Detective Mills to commit the the deadly sin of wrath, not revenge, wrath. Thank you, wrath. He has to do something so incredibly heinous to to push Detective Mills over the edge. And what better way than to? Should I tell you? Go yeah, go go ahead. This is all about your work. So yes. I, I, I decapitated his wife, and we're bringing. In so long. Yes. We're bringing. We're, I'm, I'm bringing him to this spot, way out, in right. nowhere, um, right underneath some power lines, so it disrupts the the uh, um, the uh, microphones and everything else, so nobody can hear it. And he has his wife's head delivered to that spot. I remember this now. Damn, what a great movie. Oh, it's just, oh God, this last scene is just, you know. Hang on one, one second. Um, <clears throat> sure. That would be lovely. Thank you so much. Um, so uh, hang on guys, we're uh, a yeah. quick, quick commercial break. Okay. <laughs> getting, getting a drink, hold on. And welcome back from our commercial break. Hey. Uh, <laughs> AKA PP time. <laughs> so, so back to Richard. So yes. So, um, so interesting. Okay. So he brings him to, and his wife's head is, is delivered. That's I haven't seen box. this in a very long time. Okay. Wow. Yes. So, wow. Okay. Wow. That's fucked up. Yep. <laughs> It's Gwyneth, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's Gwyneth, Gwyneth's head. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, I, I'm like, it's bringing it back. Okay, so, yeah. amazing. So now, do you get him to, it actually doesn't even matter whether or not you get him to, uh, yeah. to of the point of wrath. Of course you do. Well, of course I do. So you, now here's the thing. What do, oh, I'm like, did I record? What do the people that you've killed and the anger that you have towards them and the way that they are that, and the tolerance that people have to have for these disgusting people, what does that have to do with your jealousy uh, for the detective? Detective, right? Uh, uh, nothing. Not, uh, it, um... This curious. comes, this stems, this whole, the, this whole episode stems from my frustration with life and the fact that, that 
people are walking around doing these disgusting things to other people with impunity. And, and it, it, it just drives me crazy that people will allow themselves to get into the, the lawyer who takes money for lying. Good God, why do people do that? Or this man who yeah. eats himself, you know, puts himself into a, such a, and I know somebody like that. I, I, I knew somebody like that. He, was, he sat, uh, fancied himself as a gourmand. Mm. Uh, and he would go out to these restaurants and he even took me out to a couple of restaurants and, and he would eat incredible amounts of food to the point where it was, it was almost obscene. Um, so here's the thing. I'm, I'm a little bit laughing because <laughs> I, and this is, so there are the littlest things like I, I, it takes so much to get me angry. Like, I don't, I don't get angry at my friends or anybody really, unless like you really do something, but it's the really little things that will make me rage. Like inside, I don't, I don't take it out on people, but like the way that people chew their gum on the fucking train. <laughs> like, if I'm so lucky I don't carry a fucking knife, because it's that. It's, and and the, the rage that it brings, but to everybody else, that's like a normal thing. Like people snapping their gum or whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't invoke rage. So I'm kind of like, uh, it's these really little things that are just like, for me, ugh. and it's kind of interesting because with this character, these are not little things, but they're things that other normal people, not psychopaths, tolerate every day. This is life. There's this kind of person, there's that kind of person. But to you, it's such an assault on, your, on you living. Like these things, they really have nothing to do with you, but they're such an assault for you. Yeah. I want you, so I, let's do it again. I want you to, when you were talking about these things, <clears throat> oh, the reason I asked about the space that you were in is because you were in the back of this, of his car. Now, if you're yelling and you're, you're freaking out like about these things during this entire time, you just seem like a crazy loony person where that's not what you are. You are very intelligent. But if you're sitting there yelling and like, quote unquote, spazzing out in the back about your anger, you're not going to be as like, he's not going to take you as seriously. I feel like. Whereas I want you to kind of, I want you to experience the anger and, and the disgust for those people less outwardly, although you are telling him, I want you to see that person eating so much. I want you to think about that fucking lawyer and I want you to talk about it, but I don't want you to yell. Okay. Um, for those things. I, I don't mind the rocking. I don't, but I want you to be a little bit internal with those things. Okay. And at the end, um, when, when you say, uh, oh, how I, how, uh, he's like, oh, I would have gotten you eventually. And you're like, oh, oh yeah. 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 What were you waiting for? Right. Uh, yeah. So you let five people, you die. let five people die. Yeah. And, uh, what was the piece of evidence that, that you finally, I yeah. want you to have a lot of fun with this. 
I want okay. you to, to, you are a cat and he is your mouse. I want you to just say it all. I want you, because he tells you, get back. I want you to slowly, was it the five, play with him, get closer and closer to that, to the, the grate in the car. Okay. Until, until that creeps him out more than you yelling. And, and he's get, you're getting in his head. Okay. By, by laughing, by being quiet. Okay? Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. yep. Great. Sure does. Great. All right. So uh, <sighs> meet your asses and go ahead. Unmute yourselves in one second. Go for it. My ass is unmuted. <laughs> As is mine. <laughs> Great asses. <laughs> All right. Whenever you guys are ready. What's so exciting? It's not too far now. I doubt I enjoyed myself any more than Detective Mills would enjoy some time with me alone in a room without windows. Isn't that true? How happy would it make you to hurt me with impunity? Now, I wouldn't do something like that, Johnny. I like you. I like you, you a lot. <laughs> you wouldn't because you know there are consequences. It's in those eyes of yours, though. Nothing wrong with a man taking pleasure in his work. I won't deny my own personal pleasure. Turning each sin against the sinner. I only took their sins to their logical conclusion. You only killed a bunch of innocent people so you could get your rocks off. That's all. Innocent. Is that supposed to be funny? Look at the people I killed. An obese man. A disgusting man. Who could barely stand up. Who if you saw him on the street, you'd point your, to your friends so they could mock them along with you. Who, if you saw him while you were eating, you wouldn't be able to finish your meal. After him, I picked the lawyer. And both of you must have been secretly thanking you for that one. This was a man who dedicated his life to making money by lying with every breath he could muster to keep rapists and murderers on the street. Murderers? A woman. Murderers like you? A woman. So ugly on the inside that she couldn't bear to go on living if she couldn't be beautiful on the outside. A drug dealer. Drug dealer pederast, actually. Oh, and don't forget the disease-spreading whore. Now, only in a world this shitty could you ever try to say these were innocent people and keep a straight face. That's the point. You see a deadly sin on almost every street corner and in every home, literally. And we tolerate it. Because it's common. It seems trivial 
and we tolerate it all day long, morning, noon, and night. Not anymore. I'm setting the example. And it's going to be puzzled over and studied and followed from now on. Delusions of grandeur. Oh, you should be thanking me. And why is that? You're going to be remembered. And it's all because of me. And the only reason I'm here right now is because I wanted to be. We would have gotten you eventually. Really? Just biding your time then, huh? Toying with me, is that it? Letting five people die until you finally felt like you were going to haul me in? Tell me, what was it that gave me away? What was the piece of evidence you were going to use against me right before I walked up to you and put my hands in the air? Seem to remember knocking on your door? And I remember breaking your nose. You're only alive because I didn't kill you. Sit back. I spared your life. And you're going to have to remember that each time you look in the mirror at the nose on your face for the rest of your life, or should I say, for the rest of the life I've allowed you to have. I said, sit back, freak. Sit back and shut your fucking mouth. Awesome. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> oh. Oh, oh. I love it. Oh shit, I got it. Sorry. Hold on, guys. I got to okay. show. Uh hmm. ah, <clears throat> Awesome. You guys you guys are back, yeah? Uh, yep. Cool. Um <laughs> How did that feel? Oh, that felt great. That felt great. I mean, I still there are still places where I didn't feel as connected as they should have been, but it, it was, yeah, it was, it was getting, it, yeah, it, it's, I liked, I liked the, uh, um, the subtleness of it. Yeah, there was, um, I think that worked better. I, I mean, I think the intimidation, I mean, look, it's different ways to go about it. I, I'm, I'm yeah. just curious, how did it feel for you to be the intimidator and to do it this way? Did it feed oh, that? Yeah, yeah. It, it felt like I was in power, even though I'm, I'm sitting in the back of a police car in handcuffs, and I felt like I, I was controlling the whole thing. And that's, and that's what's interesting about, like, um, without having to show the force, I think that shows so much more power, that you were commanding yeah. this vehicle. You're not driving it. You have, I'm sure you're handcuffed, and you're in this small space, and yet by keeping it, I wouldn't say calm, cool, and collected, but yeah. for yeah. this character, calm, cool, and collected, <laughs> yeah, there's this dominance that that comes about. And I was going to say, it's interesting that you said you didn't feel totally connected. First of all, I think you got a huge piece of exploring this this character. 
I can totally, I totally felt that. And I'm curious if um, some of what you didn't feel was um, all about the delusions of grandeur. I, I, I'm curious and I would want you to flesh out more about what this means for you to be this person, to live on in what you've done. Is that, um, have you fleshed that out? No. And I think that's, yeah. Because I think that that's a big piece of it, right? He, yeah. he wanted a life he didn't get. He made a life for himself to make a name, to make an existence that lasted, that mattered. Mm -hmm. So that's, this is his legacy. So everything you're doing, go ahead, please. And to punish the people who put him in that life. Oh my God. Yeah. Because <laughs> his mom is a prostitute, right? In the movie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, did it just kind of? Yeah, it just all of a sudden, all of a sudden clicked. You know, all these people that he killed, all these people who, who commit the, the seven deadly sins are people in his life who put him in the position of where he is now. And that, and he's getting, he's getting his revenge. And the last, the last deadly sin is envy because the, the person he most envies is Detective Mills who's got the perfect life that he wanted. And so the revenge is not just on these type of people that disgust you, but the disgust comes from they robbed you of yeah. your entire... So you've, you've carefully formulated this way to leave a legacy, this uh -huh. way to be this other person. So that I think there's a lot to flesh out there that all of this stuff is so calculated. And yeah. when you talk about like, you are going to, you know, uh, uh, you're going to follow, I'll be followed from now on and I'll, you know, I'll be studying or what, I forgot all the exact lines. Yeah. But yeah. That's because you didn't get to be the person, you know. Right. So that's that piece. I think if you flesh that out a lot, like, like you just, like it just clicked for you. I yeah. 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 <laughs> so we're on to the next part already. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> but that's why, and just for those of you watching or listening, this is why studying is always important because there's always another eye. There's always, you know, a, a fellow actor that contributes to something fully becoming something. I'm a big believer in uh, collaborating with others. Yeah. I think we all feed each other's uh, creativity and we all learn from each other on every single level. So it's just cool. It's cool when somebody, because especially... I'll speak for myself, and I don't know if you guys get it. As an actor, I could, when it's my acting and I'm looking at something, I could be somewhere in my head about it or not fully free. And so then there, there could be a block of seeing something that I would have other, otherwise seen. So um, being an actor is hard, guys. If you're watching or listening. <laughs> it is. It is. It, it, it's, it, and it's, it's an amazing thing. And it's, I, you know, I, I love it. And I love you guys. Um, that was great. That was great work. That Thank was beautiful you. work. Yeah. We'll go. If you want to go further with that, I'm like seven. I got to see this again. I've, it's been so long. I'm like, I need to see it. We'll, we'll work on this some more. Yeah. This is, yeah. This is great. I love it. I love this. Uh, I think we can have a lot more fun with this. Yeah. 
Yay. And um, <laughs> so uh, only if only if Bryce reads uh, Detective Mills. <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? <laughs> I love it. Hey guys. So those of you that watch and listen, first of all, thanks for being with us. And you also know that there's a portion of Big Face where I ask people about the feather in their cap. And by feather in their cap, I ask about people's successes or achievements, maybe something that they've learned that they may use in the future or may use now uh, that they'd be willing to offer to our listeners or our viewers. And last week and this week, um, we have a bunch of people on the show. So it's a lot to ask so many people for so many feathers. So I thought I'd pause and think of what feather I'd offer you guys for today. And without thinking too much about it, after being with all these lovely people and recording this and having this class, my feather would be my feather I would offer would be to not do it alone, to enjoy whatever it is with other people. And no matter how good, I'll speak for myself, no matter how good I can become at something, no matter, no matter what, no matter how bad I may be at something, Everything is always better with some support along the way, whether I want to ask for it or I don't, I'm always better having it. And for today, I'm so much better having these people with me for big face and in my day. So I hope you guys can feel some of that as well, that it's really nice not to be alone, especially during these times. And so I hope being with us makes you feel less alone today. And if you already have a lot of people, Hope we made you feel like more of a party. So my feather in your cat. Thanks so much. Guys.